Sometimes when you're in prayer, it may feel like you can't hear God's voice. Maybe it feels like you're having a one-sided conversation where you're doing all the talking and you feel like God is silent. So how do you better hear God's voice? What can you do to hear his word in your heart? This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop. With Jake and Kathy. I'm Jake and she's Kathy. This is Truth Pop. We're a young adult married couple giving you a Catholic take on faith and culture, helping you to live out your faith in modern day society. So a few weeks ago, we talked about how when prayer gets hard, there are several different ways that you can pray that will help give you structure. And one of my favorite ways to pray is called Lexio Divina. It's a form of prayer that has five steps and it involves reading the word of God, reading the Bible. Yeah, Lexio Divina stands for divine reading. And it actually is an ancient practice, goes back to the sixth century. It was promoted pretty heavily by St. Benedict, founder, of course, of the Benedictines. And it's just a wonderful way to not read scripture as a sort of novel, but to read scripture as a prayer, to not just be reading words from a text importing them into your mind, but instead you're importing them into your heart and your soul. So just as a review for the Lexio Divina, for the five steps, we'll go through them briefly. And then we want to give you an actual example of what Lexio Divina would be like. So the five steps are read, meditate, pray, contemplate, and resolution. So the first one is reading. So you read the word of God slowly and carefully. The second step is meditate. So that's when you choose a word or phrase that stands out to you, that you feel like God is speaking to you. The third step, pray. So you're going to respond to God. You're going to take that time to really tell God how you're feeling, what that word or phrase means to you. It is recommended to actually speak out loud or write it down. This will help make the prayer come alive a little bit more and make it a little bit more real. The fourth step is contemplate. So this is when you just rest and allow God to just look at you with love. I like to pray in our Father during this time, or you know, you can look at an image of God. You can look at the cross. You want to just take a few moments and just really allow God to love you in complete silence. And then the last step, the fifth step is resolution. So this is when you resolve to do something in response to this Lexio Divina. So it can be doing an action that you feel called to do. It could be praying another prayer that you feel called to pray. Whatever you feel like God is inviting you to do, you can resolve to do that. There's this really interesting article from Busted Halo just talking about how Lexio Divina is really rooted in Mary's heart um, because, you know, we're told that Mary treasured all of the events of her life and the life of Jesus in her heart, right? So she didn't let things just sort of rush by, but she meditated on them and she took them to heart. And even the simple day-to-day mundane activities of life, she would ask God, what are you saying through this? And I think it's just a really beautiful way to mirror Mary's actions when we do Lexio Divina. 
uh, to be just as Mary is the God bearer. And that's what this article from Busted Hallow talked about is how we're incorporating Mary's presence of Jesus in her womb into our hearts too, so that we can stay as close to Jesus as possible throughout our day. We're going to read for you today a gospel passage, and we're going to pray Lexio Divina with you. If you want to read along, we're going to read Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 33. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking towards them on the lake. But when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified, saying, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat started walking on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So, now we'll move on to the second step, which is to meditate. So this is when you can pick out a word or phrase that really stands out to you and just kind of think about it a little bit. The thing that stands out to me is the wind was against them. Jake and I have been going through a difficult time. As we've mentioned on previous episodes, we've been diagnosed with infertility but not just infertility that it's difficult to conceive. We've been giving a diagnosis that it's impossible to conceive. And a couple of years ago, we tried to adopt. We started the process and it was very difficult for us. And we both discerned that we need to stop and take a break and just kind of see where God is guiding us. I really do feel like everything is against us. You know, our diagnosis, adoption, it just seems like our desire that we believe God has put in our heart is almost impossible to be fulfilled. And that's very difficult for me. What stands out to you? Thanks for sharing that, babe. I really am struck by the verse where Jesus says, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? And I was always a little intimidated by that point in this story until recently when a friend heard that verse in a different way. And it helped me to hear Jesus's voice in not a harsh, condemning, accusatory way, but in a way that Jesus is speaking to me like a little child. Because, you know, I've been doubting a lot and I struggle with doubt, especially just, you know, given our circumstances and our situation of infertility. And not only that, I I just, I struggle so much with scrupulosity. 
and sometimes I just feel like Jesus is mad at me for that, you know, like not not trusting in God's mercy enough and and not not amounting to what I think I should be amounting to. And I'm trying to hear that that verse, Jesus's voice, rather than him yelling at me, rather than him saying, "How dare you not have faith?" Rather than Jesus is saying, "Why don't you trust me, child? Like you, you know I love you, and you know I'm here." And I I think I'm so comforted by the gentleness that Jesus speaks through, the sense of compassion that he has for me and for anybody who struggles to trust that God isn't mad. He knows our weakness. He knows we're going to fall. He knew in that verse that Peter was going to have doubts and he didn't erupt in anger. He didn't create a storm. Instead, he just slowly called us back into his arms so we are his children and we can trust him. We don't have to be afraid. And that to me just speaks volumes. So the third step is to pray. So this is when you take that time and you respond to God after meditating on that word or phrase. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for allowing us to pray with all our listeners Thank you for allowing us to share this method of prayer with others. Please help us, Lord, during this difficult time. Lord, it feels like the winds are against us. It feels for me and Jake that everything is against us. Our biology is against us. All the barriers to adopt is against us. Lord, we feel there's no way But we know that with you, there's always a way, even if it seems impossible, even if it seems like it can't happen, we know that with you, all things are possible. So Lord, we ask that you increase our trust in you to believe in the impossible, to trust in the impossible, and to know that you can do all things and that you will fulfill the desires of our hearts. We don't know how and we don't know when, but Lord, help us to trust you and to love you. Amen. Lord Jesus, your voice can cast out any storm in our life. You are gentle, you are good, and you are here. Lord, bring us calm. Help me to trust you and know that you speak peace. Help me to know that when we fall, that when we're broken, when we're imperfect and weak, you don't get angry at us. You don't give up on us. Instead, you call us back into your love and into your heart. Jesus, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for this grace that I can depend on every single day when I fall. Thank you for letting me be a little soul that can rest in you. Help us to always remember that We are powerless without you, but in you, we are strong. Amen. Now, the fourth step is contemplation. So this is sitting in the silence and allowing God to look at you with love. Now, you can pick a certain amount of time to sit in that presence. You could say a simple prayer like an Our Father or a Hail Mary, and just allow God to look at you. 
So let's just take a moment right now to sit in silence and to allow God to gaze at you. And that might be difficult to sit with that silence. You might not be used to it. But this part is very important because it allows God to talk to you and speak to your heart. God was not found in the winds. God was not found in the loud noise. He was found in that still, small voice. So when you sit in silence with God, that's when you can hear him the most clearly. Now we'll move on to the fifth step, which is resolution. So this is when you choose to do something in response to this Lexio. I always ask the Holy Spirit to guide me because I don't know what to do, but the Holy Spirit knows, so I, I rely on His wisdom. So Holy Spirit, please guide me to do what you want me to do for this resolution. So in this response to this Lexio, I feel called to pray the Litany of Trust so that I can increase my trust in God's plan for me and for my life and for me and Jake's life with pursuing a family. My response will be that the next time I'm aware of a weakness, a sin, or a fault, I'm actually going to thank the Lord for it. Because so often I, I get into this shame and often turn away from God. And I immediately assume that God is ashamed of me, but I'm going to really try to thank God for that reminder of the weakness in my life and to ask the Lord to help me to trust in his love. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I hope it was prayerful for you. And I hope that you can take this and use this to increase your prayer life, to really expand on it and to grow in love with our Lord, to get to know him and to really allow him to know you because that's what prayer is. And so I can't think of a better way to connect with God by reading his word and then responding to it. This is Truth Pop.